What it do, what it do, what it do. Once again, it's your boy, B to the L, A, double K, A, Blacker. And I'm here with y'all today on this joyous Tuesday. And uh, the weather here in Lynchburg, Virginia is pretty good. I'm kind of surprised. I should have washed my car today, but for some reason, I guess I'm just too lazy to do it. But I'll catch up on it probably tomorrow or something. But aside for that, folks, just want to uh, let y'all know that today I have basically a jam-packed show. Today I have a few more topics than I would normally have. Normally I have about three or four. Today I probably got like five or six of them. So uh, I'm going to try to keep it in a 30-minute range, you know, just to keep you guys interested. I don't want to bore nobody to death. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say I want to get a shout out to my nephew TJ, uh, aka Sky Juice. His birthday was a couple days ago, and uh, I just want to say happy birthday, nephew. I still remember when you set that firework off and hauled ass. <laughs> okay, okay, so let's jump right into the topic that has been catching some heat. Yeah, you know I mean. And that's uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce. They sat during the national anthem. Uh, also, they had Blue Ivy. Their daughter was there, and she sat as well. And uh, I just, I don't understand, even when we protest peacefully, through the eyes of certain people, we still doing it wrong. And I don't get it. I don't get it. What people must understand is that, and when I say people, I'm, I'm basically referring to white people. You know what I mean? Not all of them, but just, you know, the ones who take this piece of fabric that's known as the flag. And, you know, they treat it better than they treat kids, basically. But uh, I, I, I just don't understand why, you know what I mean? What's so what's so wrong about standing, kneeling, or sitting for what you believe in? You know what I mean, um, we had back in the back in the fifties and sixties, um, when there was the Jim Crow law in the South, black people would have what they call sit-ins, peaceful, quiet protests. The white people didn't like it; they would. Kick them, hit them, spit on them, refuse to serve them food, all types of shit. You know what I mean? And the only what I be trying to get people to understand is that I take it with the flag and the statues. To some of you white people, those generals and stuff on those statues, those Confederate military people, whatever, I get it. To some of you guys, it probably was your great great granddad or some shit like that. And I can understand it. Listen, I'm a parent. And even if my kid was to go out here and commit one of the most heinous acts that they could possibly commit, I would be disappointed. I would be mad, but I would still have love for him. So to those who are related to the people on those statues and even to the people that are not related to the people on the statue, I get it. Y'all got love for him. But what y'all must understand is that these people that either you're related to and had love for or just love the fact that they fought for the South, what you guys must understand is that your great-great-great-grandparents 
were fighting not because they wanted to see us free like the unions in the north but they wanted to keep their way of life intact and their way of life was profiting off the backs of African slaves so the, the national anthem had a verse in there that was talking about killing slaves and that verse is not sung anymore I, I've never heard the, the, the uh, verse to be honest with you I just always read about it so you know uh, I just don't understand why people you know get so much in a hoopla and a hoorah for the national anthem and I guess it's the same way why white people can't understand why black people can't let slavery go white people me personally I would love to let slavery go but you guys refuse some of you guys refuse to allow me to do that <laughs> you know every day when I wake up and I gotta hear things about uh, a black guy was in handcuffs in the back of the police car for some reason the cops still shot and killed him you know what I mean uh, you know just all types of police brutality just all type of injustice acts when it comes to people of uh, African American descendants or Latino descendants or any other minority that calls America home and you know I think we need to have more sit downs the, the, the topic of slavery makes a lot of people cringe that's a part of history that a lot of people just don't want to go and visit they don't want to go and visit you know what I mean and I don't understand why you know I have a, I have a friend who's white and uh, me and him don't see eye to eye on like politics and certain issues between black and white people but at the end of the day I still call him my brother he still called me his brother. We ask each other how the family doing and, and, and leave it as that. So we can talk about these issues and we never get heated to the point to where I felt like he's disrespected me or he feel like I'm disrespecting him. So I feel like if we can have these talks and still walk away as friends, co-workers or whatever the case may be, then I feel like everybody should be able to do that. So I get it, Jay-Z, Beyonce, they set for the national anthem. And yeah, I'm all for that. Because until we get what we rightfully deserve, we're going to continue to protest people. So you should you should be used to it by now. But if you're not, at some point in time, you're just going to have to until things are a lot better than what they are. We're not looking because we understand no one in this world is per perfect. But that don't mean you can't strive for it. And aside for that, um, the uh, Super Bowl halftime show. So now you got parents that are saying J-Lo and Shakira was too sexy uh, during the halftime Super Bowl show. And like sometimes when, when they say shit like that, sometimes I be thinking, you know what I'm saying, there's some old big fat bitch that's laying around that wish she could look like Shakira or J-Lo, you know what I'm saying, or that over-the-hill mom that no longer have the body that she once had or something like that. And I'm quite sure you got some 
you know, concerned parents out there as well. But it's 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 just it's gotten to be too much now. Like you can't say anything no more. Like you can't even tell people Merry Christmas no more without them getting offended. If people if there is something on the radio that you don't want to hear, change the radio channel. If there's something on the TV that you don't want to see, change the fucking channel. I said this yesterday and I'll say it again. Today's technology, whether you want to believe it or not, I can assure you your 10, 11, 12 year old kid have seen some type of porn on the internet, whether it's on their phone or their friend's phone or whatever the case may be. Stop trying to make it seem like you know, kids are seeing these type of things or hearing these type of things for the first time because I can assure you, you can't watch your kid 24 hours a day. And when you're not looking at your kids or in the same vicinity as your kids, I can assure you, because I got three of them myself, I can assure you that they're going to be doing something that they probably shouldn't be doing. But that's how kids are at times, you know what I mean? And... You know, you got a lot of these super sensitive people now, man. Like, everybody is just so fucking sensitive, man. And I'm trying to figure out, how did this all start? Like, how did we get here? How did we get here to where you say we have this the freedom of speech, and the moment you speak, you get condemned? You know, there's a lot of backlash and everything. You got a lot of people who sit on their ass with a smartphone in their hand or a tablet or a laptop or whatever, uh, social media, uh, thugs or, you know, whatever the case may be. And, you know, everybody is a freelance reporter when they got that cell phone or that tablet or that laptop in their hand and they go to Twitter or Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or whatever. Whatever social media form that you use to do your social media thing with, you know what I mean? And all I'm saying to the parents who felt like they was too sexy, hell, I don't feel like they were sexy enough. I feel like they could have went even further. And it is what it is. It's TV. This is 2020. Um, You know, like I said a second ago, if you don't like it, turn the fucking channel. Nobody needs to hear your opinion as to why you don't like it. Just turn the fucking channel. I do it every day. I do it every day. If there's a certain commercial that comes on TV that don't feel like looking at, I turn the fucking channel. If there's a certain show that comes on TV that I have no interest in, I turn the fucking channel. It is what it is. So if I can do it, I can't see why the rest of you fucks can't do it. Aside from that, uh, the Tyler Perry movie, I'm not... uh, not sure if everybody's seen it, but uh, I did. It's a movie called Fall from Grace, which was a damn good Tyler Perry movie. One of, one of his best movies I've seen in a while. Um, Tyler's been catching a lot of flack, though, about the wigs that he have his actors, you know, dressed up in and things of that nature, man. And, uh, you know, if that's the only thing that they can find, and I say kudos, you know what I mean? Because he could be doing a lot worse but he's employing people and he's making damn good movies and i would like to see him keep Madea afloat but i think he's gonna put that in the suitcase for a while maybe he'll come back with it with a couple years later from now or whatever but uh nevertheless uh 26 million people watched 
uh, Fall from Grace on Netflix in its first week. 26 million people. That's a lot of people watching Netflix, man. And uh, the, the, the Oscars, they don't really want to... They have no choice now, but they don't really... They didn't really want to give... Uh, Netflix movies, you know, a chance at the award shows. And I'm like, y'all better because in the next couple of years, the movie theater is going to be a thing of the past any fucking way. In the next couple of years, everybody, every big name actor, uh, you know, and even to people that's trying to get into the game, uh, they're all going to be doing Netflix movies soon. They're all going to be doing movies for Disney Plus. They are going to be doing movies for Hulu and 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 uh, Amazon Prime and, and and all of these things. So you know, this is our future. This is what we're looking at. You're not going to have to go to the movie theaters and pay a ton of money. Uh, the last time I went to the movie theater was uh, my son and I, and I took him to go see uh, Black Panther when it had first opened. Well, the second weekend, not the first weekend, but the second weekend. And uh, on IMAX screens, I mean, I'm going to tell you something. I had spent about 50 bucks before I had even got, got a chance to sit down and watch the damn movie. And then I get there and sit down and watch the movie. And for the whole fucking two hours, I got this kid in the back of me that's just pushing the fuck out my chair. So now I done paid all this fucking money to watch a movie and I can't even enjoy it because of the kid behind me. And his fucking parents knew he was doing it and they still said they didn't allow it. So I get loud in the fucking theater because I am who I am and that's what I do when I'm pissed off. And my son was like, no, dad, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And I was like, son, I've tried to get this kid the chance, but nobody's listening. So I had to let it be known. So that's pretty much why I prefer to stay at home and watch movies on Netflix and Disney Plus and Amazon Prime and all of those kind of things. You know what I mean? And it, it's a lot cheaper. It's theaters, and it's a lot cheaper than satellite TV or uh, cable. It just is. I've done the math. I pay a total of probably 20 bucks a month for like three different apps with Sling TV included. So that's just the way that things are going. And as you, you, I mean, you've seen it first. They did away with the movie stores. Now they're pretty much doing away with the red boxes. So y'all know what's next. The movie theaters. So just uh, brace yourself and get prepared for it. Now I want to touch on a little subject. Uh, I was talking to my mom on the phone yesterday. Shout out to Carolyn Bell. How you doing today? Uh, and she had spoke about the royal family and asked me if I had said anything about it on the podcast. And at that point in time, I really didn't. So uh, I just want to say the one I, I really don't have a lot to say about the royal family. The, one of the things that stick out the most that really kind of pisses me off is that they have this old this whole Mexit uh, title that they have given uh, the royal couple and. Me, personally, I feel like to give that title basically with the people or at least the media in the UK is saying is that, hey, it's the black girl's fault. Prince Harry would have never thought of doing anything like this if he had never met Meghan, if he had never married Meghan. So they look at it to be Meghan's fault. But aside from that, the American media picks it up 
and you see or see it on the tabloids and you know TMZ Live and all of these other uh, media outlets with the title Megxit. The man said, listen, it was a joint decision. These people are married and I knew the royal family was going to have a problem with her solely for the fact that she was half black. So they don't believe in, in race mixing because to them it, it, it doesn't keep the royal bloodline as strong as it should be, I guess, in their opinion. You know what I mean? But while it's, it, it just trips me out how, you know, the United Kingdom media... media uh, hurry up and swept Prince Philip's affiliation with Jeffrey Epstein and, and, and fucking with underage girls. You know, he 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 uh, sometimes last year he crashed his fucking truck. He was drunk and he covered that up and he was back driving like two, three days later. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's 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 just. My, it's just mind-boggling to me that you know the the, U, the United Kingdom media, man, how they just calling this shit Megxit like that really peed me the fuck off. And then you got her. I don't know if he's uh, crazy, deranged, or whatever. The father who just constantly stays in the fucking media, trying to make a buck off of his daughter, even if it means, even if it means to tell family secrets or demean her. You know what I mean? And nothing good is going to come out of that. You know, I, I think you have, you know, there's a lot of jealousy on both sides. And honestly, um, I had said, you know, I said, man, this marriage, I, I give it two years and they'll be divorced. But after what they done, as far as, you know, Harry separating himself from the royal family, I said, yo, okay, he's a stand-up guy. I look at him in a total different light now. And uh, I think this marriage, him and Megan, I think they're going to be married to their dying days now. I really do. And I'm pulling for them. I'm on team Megan and Harry. I would never use the title Megxit because I just think that's wrong. And it's underlying racism, if you ask me. That's, that's just what I think. Alright, and aside from that, um, I just found out that uh, Prince, the musician, uh, his doctor was fined $4,000 for prescribing pills to him under a false name. And what I'll be trying to get people to understand, like when celebrities die, is you know, no matter how they die, even if it's self-inflicted, the public is always going to try to find a way to make it seem like it was somebody else's fault. You know, when 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 Michael Jackson died, it was the uh, the doctor. I can't think of his name right now, but the family went out to that doctor, and you know, this guy ended up doing a few some some time in in prison because Michael Jackson overdosed on a certain type of drug. When you're around these people, there are so these celebrities can be so demanding. And I, I'm not speaking from experience. So, I, you know what I'm saying? I haven't been around. I've met celebrities, but I've never been around them in the sense of their day to day activities when they're not performing their art. <clears throat> and uh, 
but just off of what I've seen and, you know, stories that I've heard and just research and all that kind of shit, it's, it's hard to tell these people no because these people are so demanding. They're so demanding. And a lot of the people, a lot of the people that's in their entourage uh, is on payroll. And I think what happens is that sometimes they get scared to say the word no because they know the axe is coming right after they say the word no. You know what I'm saying? I think the uh, doctor that was in, you know, that was a princess doctor, you know, I just think he just got caught up in who his client was and who his patient was. And, you know, he, he, he did, you know, he was doing what he probably shouldn't have been doing, but... As the old saying goes, I might as well do it because they're going to go and get it from somebody else. You know what I mean? But, you know, Prince, Michael Jackson, I love them both. Uh, I love both, both of their music. Purple Rain is one of my favorite movies. And Michael favorite Entertainer. But them fucks was dope heads. They were dope heads. They were undercover dope heads. And... They ain't just become dope heads. They had been dope heads for some time. It's, it's very obvious. They've been dope heads for some time. And I just hate that when, you know, celebrities die, it's, it's always, somebody's always quick to point the finger and say, hey, no, 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 it wasn't their fault. It was A, B, and C fault. No, it was the actual celebrity's fault. You know what I mean? When, when regular people die off trucks, Nobody is pointing the finger, you know, at the drug dealers or whatever the case may be, because for one, they don't pretty much know who the fuck sold them the drugs. And two, it's just a waste of time pointing the finger at somebody else. You know what I mean? It is what it is. We, When you're the legal age to be recognized and considered as an adult, then you have to take the consequences that come along with it. And that's just what it is. Let me ask you something. You ever own, have y'all ever wondered what happened to the losing team gear in a championship game or series? Well, I'm about to tell y'all. So the NFL has a deal with a company called World Vision since 2015. And basically what they do is they send all the losing teams, memorabilia, clothing, items, and stuff of that nature to a lot of undeveloped countries that's basically what they do so in places like rwanda and romania you know and shit like that you got kids right now walking around with san francisco 49 or super bowl champs apparel on you know what i'm saying and they they give if when they're delivering these things to the cold weather countries they hand out sweatshirts and when they're uh giving these type of apparels to the warm weather climate countries they give them t-shirts and then they also have struck a deal with uh, uh a uh a company out of virginia to make sure that when these items uh touch base in its rightful place to make sure that it not makes its way back to america you know what I mean? You know, aside of me, it's like, damn, like, really, United States? But then there's another side of me that says, well, you know, it's a it's a shirt. It's a sweatshirt. Somebody could use this. Like, I guess when I look at it that way, you know, I don't really see, I don't really condemn the NFL, you know, for giving undeveloped countries shirts that have false 
advertisement or statements on it. You know, but nevertheless, they do. They, they you know, they give out their shirts. And I had always wondered that, like, years ago, I used to just wonder, like, where the fuck do they send all the stuff for the team that they lost? Because y'all see, right after the Super Bowl is over, the, the apparel for the winning team is, 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 is on the TV just like that. All the T-shirts and the hats, the players have them on, like, two, three seconds after the game. So what happens is that they just print up the same shit for both sides. And then the losing side, and that's when all the losing shit goes to the undeveloped countries. So like I said, there's a little kid probably playing soccer in the dirt, no shoes on his feet, kicking a little ball around with a San Francisco 49er shirt on. You know, and the thing that kills me is that Aside of me, it's like, okay, they must think nobody in these countries is smart or watch football, NFL football, that is. So, you know, at some point in time, you know, I just feel like you might have a person from Rwanda or Romania or somewhere like that come to the United States and thinking they know about football. And, and, and every time they say this team or that team won the Super Bowl in a certain year, we as Americans would be like, no, no, that didn't happen. The team that they played against, no, 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 no. See, my shirt here says, no, that is inaccurate. And then you have to educate these people as to why they have on a shirt <laughs> that has inaccurate information on the front of it, man. So, you know, the shit is just super crazy, man. I swear it is super crazy. And also, last but not least, um, it's Black History Month. And before I, before I dive into that, I just want to say that uh, I should have spoke about this a couple days ago. And, like, I just be real with y'all. I had slipped my mind. I'm not going to sit here and say I had 100 things to do, and that's why I forgot. No, it just 100% slipped my mind. And I didn't think about it until today when I was doing some research on some things. Now, we all know that. You know, Black History Month uh, is in February. But what I didn't know, and I'm quite sure others out there probably didn't know it, or maybe you did. Uh, it began as Negro History Week. That's right, folks. So for everybody who was like, damn, they gave us the shortest month of the year. Hell, at one point, once upon a time, it was only for one week. And... Uh, it was created, it was that one week as far as the Negro History Week was created in 1926 by Carter G. Woodson. Quite sure y'all have heard of him before. I know I've uh, heard of him a lot during Black History Time and I've probably done a report on him or two in my lifetime. But uh, noted that he's an African-American historian. He's also a scholar, he's an educator and a publisher. And it became Black History Month became a a a, a month long celebration in 1976, and uh, the month of February was chosen to coincide with the birthday of Frederick Douglass and Abraham Lincoln. So I think that was pretty cool. And what I'm going to be doing the rest of this month is uh, I'm going to give you a some type of artifact about some black person that made a contribution to the world now we all here in america we all know about uh you know martin luther king 
and Malcolm X and Rosa Parks and the list goes on and on and rightfully so but what I also want to educate my people on is that we had black people outside of America that were in places you know the Caribbean islands uh hell the 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 Europe you know Canada Asia all types of places so starting tomorrow I'll be you know what I'm saying giving shout outs to certain black people during this month however they will not be from the United States because we've already been taught about the black people that made contributions to this here country now I want to educate people on black people from as Jamaicans like to say from a foreign and uh yeah so tune in to my show tomorrow and uh i would definitely have a pretty good topic about that and i also want to say that i can't believe that i was able to get all of that in and still keep it around the 30 minute mark so i want to thank y'all for listening to the sixth sense once again i'm gonna bring you sports entertainment and current events it's your boy b to the l a Double K, a blacker. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.